Have you seen all these flyers up around town? Progress day. Yeah. First I ever heard of it. I wonder if it's as big a deal as people are making it out to be. Still. Reckon we ought to go to that. An event that can't be missed and all. Whole lot of rumours going around about it too. Have you been hearing them? No one knows for sure what it's going to be, but... Everyone has an opinion on what it might be. I heard they're going to announce a plan to get through the mist. Other people say the Chancellor might be stepping down. I have a feeling. It's something bigger than that. Maybe. Just maybe. They'll finally let us in. On what exactly it is. They know. And we don't. Hello and welcome to Heart the State Within, an actual play podcast presented by University D&D. My name's Blake Croft. I will be your game master and your keeper for the evening, and it is my pleasure to introduce my players. Katie. Hi, I'm Katie. Jacob. Hi, I'm Jacob. No, nah, <laughs> nope. Nope, nope, no, we're not doing that. All right, Lily. Hi, I'm Lily. And Alex. Hey everyone, I'm Alex. Welcome back to session 10. We're in double digits. Double digits, everybody. Yes! Uh, check out our links in the description. Follow us on social media. Join our Discord. Leave the podcast a rating if you're enjoying it. We're going to get right back into the action. When we left off, Annie, you had taken a critical wound. I was in wound. great shape. You were in grave shape. Uh, a critical wound to the neck from this wendigo-like creature that has pounced on you now. It looks hurt. You see both of its hind legs are bleeding and starting to buckle under its weight. But the person that was on top of you, their head has been completely removed from their body at this point. Jeez. Oh, that's brutal. Okay. You see as it it, uh, rips that uh, bite that it had off and... Uh, starts to, I, th- I mean, I think it starts to, to, to swallow. And I think you have a second here to Annie for you to climb out from under this body on top of you as you just see you are now covered in blood, both yours and this other body's. Um, what, are you, what are you doing? I guess I will try to get away. Okay. Go towards my friends. What is, what is everyone else doing? What is the general consensus here? Is it... Is it run or fight? You see that it is momentarily occupied and it will likely be occupied further. Um, How from, bad does from it look? Continue to, to eat the, the body that is now in front of it uh, unless you all are staying to fight. 
what is the plan of action here? How bad uh, does it look? Um, it's it's hard to tell because even when it looked injured, even when you saw its leg like completely buckle under it, it looked to be going a hundred percent. So it doesn't look scared, and so it's difficult to tell damage. I mean, at this moment in time, my instinct would be to keep shooting it, probably. Okay. Blake, I'm going to try and get in between Annie and this thing, and try and cover up Annie's profile with with my own. Okay. To try All and right. mask her. I can see that. And, uh, and Ted and Dot, you're shooting it? Yep. Okay, go ahead and do that again. Both of you roll engage in combat. <laughs> so good. Oh, I just got a 12. Very nice. Well, I didn't do that good, but 7 plus 3, 10. Okay. Yeah. Um, then you, you both succeed. As you both are now in a more stable position, this thing is finally uh, staying still as it is swallowing uh, what it's what's in its mouth. You both succeed, and uh, Dot, you you send a, an arrow straight through this thing's like belly, and uh, Ted, you shoot right there as well. And it falls over onto its side and lets off this this screech again as you see actually what you see because now you've punctured its belly you see the same goo that you had seen from the statue sort of spill forth from its belly instead of blood hmm. um, but this thing falls over on its side for a moment Annie you have time here to, to shuffle out from underneath the body and, and get up, although you are, like, stumbling, nearly falling unconscious from the pain um, as, you know, you've hit sort of the, the cap of your pain sensors here, I think. And Atticus, you're standing in between her and the, and the creature? I think I'm, like, trying to ask her what, what to get from her bag, like, what to look for, anything I can, like, try and give to her while they fend it off. Any... What what can I give you? Something from your bag. Mm, um, okay. Um, yes, I should have a a, a disinfectant, a, a cleaning solution in a clear bottle. Um, uh, sponges, bandages. Just just grab those for me right now. Okay, I'm trying to like keep my face towards the creature. I'm, okay. I'm also going to try and like ruffle through that. I, I know okay. it might take a second, but... Yeah, you find, and I think maybe you spend a, a the equivalent of one of this thing's like uh, a, a attacks or, you know, a, a, the time it takes sure. Ted, Ted and Dot to reload, um, grabbing this first aid kit and then another bit, it, trying to administer it in a way that's not, not going to heal it, right, but can stabilize it. Mm-hmm. You So we'll do this now. Uh, Atticus, will you roll Act Under Pressure for that, trying to stabilize it? Okay. That's an 11. 11. Okay. Yeah, so you find the correct disinfectant bandages. Annie talks you through it. You pour it on the wound and then cover it up and try to stop the immediate blood flow. Annie, it is stabilized, so you will not bleed out here, right? A critical wound, you still take that minus one until it's healed, Mm -hmm. but this is not lethal at this point. Yep. I'm just going to apply as much pressure to it as I can without okay. passing out. Um, I will say still because, I mean, this is still a, it could be a lethal wound. If you take another critical wound, mm-hmm. if this thing is going for the kill, 
you will you will die. So if you fail that roll, if it attacks you again, that Good will thing be last lethal. Last episode, it was going after the weakest person in the party. <clears throat> right. Um. Okay. So yeah, but but Ted and Dot are are fending it off as this thing is on its side and it scrambles back up and it charges. You know, Ted, I think you've done the most damage to it, and I think it could go for the weakest kill, but Atticus is standing there um, administering aid. I think it's going to go for Ted because it might die if if Ted is still up. So, um, Ted, I need you to avoid harm for me. So roll plus reflexes. Plus reflexes. Plus two. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. You step yeah, oh, yeah you how, how do you how do you avoid this thing i think it's it's lunging like, at you it is it is sort of stumbling at this point it's not as graceful it as it initially was uh well what i'm thinking about and then i'll describe how i like physically do it is uh i made a promise to grace to not put myself in harm's way of things like these so i'm probably thinking about that and just being like i gotta keep my word and then um yeah, honestly, I think I'm just going to, because I imagine this thing's pretty fast, is I probably just, like, jump and try to dive out of the way before getting back to my feet. Okay, yeah, yeah. Without even thinking about it, you jump forward towards the statue, and this thing not having enough, uh, like, uh, mobility on its on its now injured legs is unable to to direct its course towards you, and so it ends up completely missing you, and it's it's, like skull like head just like plunges into the into the leaves yeah dot and ted take another shot at this thing yes blake is there any bear traps around here oh, shit. uh not not uh, here no okay. i got an eight I, got, I also got an eight okay um so you inflict and damage this but, is my action right blake as well yeah i like think yeah like one of them was 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 sure. taking out the first aid kit the other was administering it um Okay, so both of you inflict damage at a cost. I think less damage is not this because less damage made sense when it was going for a different target. It's going for one of you now. Mm -hmm. So I think one of you is going to be subjected to a counterattack. I think it makes more sense to be Ted as you're now, (laughs) I think, shooting from the ground, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes Um, sense. So, yeah. So you shoot it still doing full harm. So you do three harm, Ted. Okay. Um, Dot, I think it would make sense if you do less less damage still, or do you think you use your last arrow and do full damage, or what is the? I'm gonna do. I'd rather do less yeah. than. I think I think these the arrows, my arrows are tough to to get in a specific point that that punctures enough. So yeah, you do one harm again, and Ted, you do yeah. A also, full it doesn't three make harm. sense because I do have bomb arrows left. Mm. Um, you stare this thing down as it curves around and you shoot it straight in the bone and you see part of its like deer skull crack off and you see where its eye is now exposed uh and instead of an eye it is like a just black socket and you see as this goo reaches out of the socket and like pulls it closed into like now a there's still no bone there but it's now like not exposed skin you see as it like covers up where it uh where its skin has been punctured and it like fills in this bullet hole 
Uh, I'm sure you're about to tell me the answer to this, but I'll ask anyway. When it says you're subjected to a counterattack, is that another avoid harm, or you just no? Get that'll hit? that'll be an endure injury. Cool. All right. So, um, yeah. So you're subjected to a counterattack. You're vulnerable here on the ground. You do manage to stand your ground and, and shoot it in the skull, but this thing lunges on top of you. So roll an endure injury for me. Oh, sorry. This is um. This will be three harm. So three minus harm. three. Okay. So. That's gonna be a one. Wow. Oh no. Okay. <gasps> um, Teddy, you tell me. You, I, I see two outcomes here. This thing is not necessarily trying to use you as food in this moment. It is trying to alleviate its biggest threat right now. Mm-hmm. You choose. You tell me if you think it would make more sense to receive a critical wound like Annie, or do you think it's just full body weight? hits you, you're up against this wooden statue, so like knocks you back into the statue and you're knocked out. Which one do you think makes more sense here? I see what you're saying. Because it was trying to eat the person that Annie it was, was It was like trying holding. to eat Annie and more specifically that person. Okay. And you're saying it's not trying to eat me currently. Correct. It's trying to... Now, it might use its jaws to try to, to subdue that threat, but it's not necessarily using you as food right now because it's got a, it obviously got a couple fights left. Okay. Then as much as this sucks, I feel like it makes more sense. Like I get slammed into it and I yeah. just lose consciousness. Yeah. I think this thing, it, it's not, it's not even pouncing anymore. It's like leaping almost with the side of its body and its shoulder like slams into your head and you just hit the back of the statue and then you see Ted's body go limp on the statue. Atticus, Annie, Dot, what are you all doing? You all have time here. You see as this thing is attacking Ted. I'm assuming there's not any way I could hit it without risking hitting him. Uh, you could, you could, you could shoot it still. But how likely top. would it be that I? I mean, I think if you, if you like really miss, then, then maybe that would be likely. But it, you have pretty good aim. Okay. Okay, I'll hit it again. Okay. That's another eight. Another eight? Okay. So that is a... Mixed success. Mixed success. Success with a cost. Uh, I think it's I, th- I think it's you're beset by a new threat. It's it's sort of far away from you now. And so I think this is maybe not, not like immediately going to counterattack you. But I am going to like... You're not going to immediately take the counterattack. But it is going to turn towards you now. Mm-hmm. And try to subdue the next biggest threat. So I'll make you roll avoid harm. Because it is now going to charge at you, like oh, skull yeah. first. That's an eight. Again. An eight? <laughs> okay. Um, Plus two to avoid harms. I think I'll, I'll tell you what happens. I think you're in a bad spot, and this thing like puts its full body weight on top of you, and then starts like snapping at your face, okay. and so you avoid the, that initial attack. But now you're in a terrible spot. Uh, Atticus and Annie, what are you doing here? I see this thing tackle down Dot. And realize that I need to take action, like now. And I kind of I take the sword and do this like kind of like three step forward, jump into the air, like thrusting attack. And okay. It's something I can. It's kind of cool because you get like different moves you can do with your sword and stuff. Okay. So I'm gonna make it a launching attack to give it some distance and close that distance. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, kind of like a three step up thrust, like kind of where I think its heart might be, even though I don't think that's. How yeah. this thing works. Um, it is harm two, and I will okay. roll coolness because I'm a weapon master. Let's go. 
Okay, I rolled a four, but I have a plus three, so it is a seven. Which um, which of these do you think it is? Do you think? I think it's I'm beset by a new threat. Actually, I think I'm I'm going to oh. give you an option here because I think okay. it's only a couple. I think it's you do less damage than intended, or you'll be in trouble later on. I think I'll be in trouble later on. Okay, because if with two harm, as you close that gap, you stab it right into the neck, like on top of Dot, and you see as its its jaw opens, like unhinges all the way, ready to just completely snap Dot in its jaws, and then it goes limp, and both of its jaws like set across Dot's head, and it goes slap <laughs> into the ground. And you see as its form just like slumps over oh as it lets God. out this like dying screech. And then it falls onto the ground. Dead. Damn, I hit it once. <laughs> Did all the damage. <laughs> I just come in for the kill. <laughs> you, you stole, stole my kill. You stole my you kill. You stole the kill, dude. <laughs> out of the out of all of us, you just came in and killed it. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Atticus, you see, or Dot, you you see that moment flash before your eyes as you as you close your eyes, ready to go, and you open them, and you are literally in the mouth of this thing. Oh my god! Uh, uh. I, I push this thing over immediately yeah. and help Dot to her feet. And Ted, I think I think you're you're, you're slowly like your eyes are <laughs> stop. Your eyes are <laughs> your eyes are blinking. And you're slowly coming to consciousness, S- slightly bleeding from the back of your head, but nothing oh, too serious. Fuck, Ted, are you okay? Uh, yeah, is it dead? Uh, yes, just in the nick of time. Yeah, I'll I'll pick up my rifle that I assume I dropped when I <laughs> got knocked out. Uh, I. I'm a country boy. I've hunted things before, but I assume I've seen nothing like this. So can I like investigate it perhaps? Sure. Roll roll investigate. Why am I doing this? My reason sucks. Just kidding. It's goated 10. Um 10. Okay. Uh so you get to ask two questions. How can I find out more? What's my gut feeling or is there anything weird? I feel like the gut feeling one is such a waste. So how can I find out more and Although it's very clearly there's something weird. Um, you know what? Let's do it. How can I find out more? And what is my gut feeling, Blake? What is it? Okay. I, th- I think here, here, and I think the gut feeling here is like something that supposedly you don't, you can't get that sense of like as a player, okay. right? Something that's, that you're sensing about this environment that, that you can't maybe logically defend. Gotcha. But you feel it. That gut feeling that you're feeling here is... And you can't logically defend this. So this might not be right. And I, I don't want to like say this is correct. Your gut feeling is nothing else is going to join you on this island. And you get the gut feeling that whoever was in that castle, or, or not castle, the, uh, the little watchtower, is not joining you. It's something that's just, it's like ringing in your head and you don't know why. Okay. And how can you find out more about what you're investigating? I think uh, cutting it apart, taking it with you, figuring out the biology of this would make sense. Hey, Atticus, do you want to cut this thing apart for me? Uh, shouldn't we get medical attention for Annie? She's kind of struggling. 
That's a good point. I feel like an asshole. <laughs> Annie, do we have a few minutes or do we need to leave now? I think there's somewhere we can um, we can go. Well, we okay. can't exactly drag this thing with us, can we? Probably not. Okay. Shit. A few minutes. Let's just take a look inside. Um, I want to. I want to see the contents of its stomach. I want to see how recently this thing's been eating. Okay. So I will cut open its belly and try and find its stomach. Okay. You cut open its belly. And how, this is important. How are you cutting it open? And are you are you slicing one thing down the middle? Or are you like cutting off a portion of it? Probably slicing down down the middle of it. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to more like dissect it. You slice it down the middle, and you are greeted with this goo just enveloping its insides, trying like immediately trying to to pull it closed. Like, perhaps, maybe, like, the stuff that we saw mm-hmm. inside the marble statues? Correct. The same the same type of material. Interesting. Is that, like... Don't touch that. Their natural form or something? Is, like, the goop? Uh, another thing, Blake, does this yep. thing look like it's maybe... Because you said it's, like, a mix between a bunch of different predatory animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it a clear divide between its different parts? No. There are parts to it that are, they like seems they are seamless, but at the same time there are parts to it like you see this this eye, where Ted had shot at it, where it the this goo that like this repairing goo of some sort, closes over it in a completely imperfect form, where it stops being animal there and more just looks like solid fur or or like solid skin. And so there are parts to it. You see the other wounds around it, like on the back of its legs. You see where like its hip is supposed to come up in a specific way where it's like its bone would clearly make one shape that even when broken would stay mostly the same. This goo has like molded over it in a way that like just like looks like you put clay over it. I'm wishing I didn't throw that bile in. Maybe that could help go against the goo or something. I don't, I don't know what that stuff is. Maybe I'm looking too far into it. So what, I, I'm interested to see maybe what happens if I, like, remove a limb. Yeah. You take off its, its like, hind leg, let's say the one that's kind of most damaged here, and the wound immediately seals shut but does not grow a new leg. It just, like, seals around this now, like, it literally looks like the smooth body as if you, like, pulled a piece off in like a like in blender right you pulled the leg off and it's now just the smooth the smooth body there and then something i just remembered something that's been nagging at me can i somehow get to its brain i want to see if i'm looking for the parasite okay slug or something um i think you cut you cut off this skull which reshapes into this like just deer head now no skull and you try to cut into the the center of its head and yeah i mean i think immediately you're greeted with just more goo so how what are you doing to counteract that is there water nearby yeah you're yeah can i try and like wash away the goo from the head you like bring it to the you drag it over to the 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 swamp which is which is pretty close to the other side of this island now and you 
pour water into it and like try to get it away. It's not it's not like the water's washing it clean, but you're you're making some progress here. And you make some progress and you feel something. You feel bone, uh, which is not something you had felt. The hind leg had a little bit of resistance, but there was no bone in it, or at least none that it felt like. It felt like a mimic of a bone, right? Something pretending to be bone. Here you actually see as the goo spreads something like a skull inside this thing. Something like bone, where the brain would be. I'm thinking we crack this thing open like a Stardew Valley geode and see what's inside. Um, yeah, yeah. You you crack open this skull and reach inside and pull out part of a, a brain. Is there anything like attached to it? Is there anything off about it? In the in the like indent of the two halves. Mm-hmm you see something deep sort of like embedded in the center of it. So nasty. And like trying, yeah, cutting around it, you pull out a dead and withered one of these worms. I knew it. I knew it. They're parasites. Mm. But that also begs the question, what the hell was this thing to begin with? That's the thing. I think I'm going to take this little dead and withered thing and try and put it in one of Annie's files. She's got another one. Okay. If anyone objects to taking this thing with. No. Do it. All right. We have a dead and withered slug larva thing. So you have a dead and withered slug larva thing, and I have like a piece of a slime, right? Oh, yeah. You took some of the goo, right? Yeah, I got some goo. Interesting. Okay, well, we should... Yeah, let's help Annie. I'm doing great, folks. Come on, Annie. Can I carry her? Am I strong enough? You can... Yeah, I mean, she can walk, so, like, you can help her. All right, I'll help you. I can't fix this on my own. Um, Dot, you said you knew somewhere I could find help. Yeah, uh... But but it is... We're gonna have to walk, you know? To the to the town. Okay, you in in groups of like two or three go back across this little rowboat, and yeah, you head back towards the train tracks. And Annie, you kind of struggle and, and and hold your neck, but but it is not bleeding out. This wound is at least stable. You head back into the village where Dot grew up. The walk is about an hour. What are you doing? I'm going to take a piece of paper out of my pocket. I'm going to look at it. I'm just going to go, fuck, okay. And I'm going to go up. We're going to go through some of the streets. I'm going to go up to a house. I'm going to knock on the door. Okay. A woman answers. Hi. How you doing? Is this is this Caspian's house? This is Caspian's house. Okay. Yeah, she goes, Dot? Dot? Dorothy? Oh my God! How are you? And she she embraces you in a in a big hug. Oh my! And she just like immediately starts crying. We 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 thought, yeah. <laughs> we 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 thought, well, you and Caspian. Where, where, where's where's Caspian? Shit. Um, I I don't know. I I I hoped he had come home, but I, no. I guess that he didn't. 
I'm so sorry to uh, impose, but I need a little bit of help, and it seemed in your realm of expertise. And I gestured at Annie behind me. Oh, my dear, that... Drenched in blood. (laughs) That looks... Yeah, over this way. And she takes you into the other room where she has set up like a, a makeshift doctor's table. And, and, and puts you on the table and just, we're, we're going to need uh, stitches for that right away. Um, I have some supplies in my bag <clears throat> if you need to borrow any. Oh, no, that's all right, honey. You you rest here. You rest. We'll get you all sewn up. And she, yeah, she starts to work, no questions asked, and starts to sew you up, Annie. Dot, you're, I'm assuming you're staying in there while that's happening. Yeah. Dorothy, we ain't, we ain't seen Caspian and couple weeks at least since you two left as far as i know that's uh that's the last time i saw him what happened i don't remember i know he's out there we've been holding out hope holding out hope for both of you and well if if you're here now then it's just a matter of just a matter of time before he shows up too i hope you're right by the way uh these are my friends the one on the table is Annie, the this is Ted, and this is Michael. It's nice to meet you all. Pleasure. Well, I'm glad we could get you fixed up, Annie, as she has now finished the stitches. I hope that didn't hurt too bad. Not the worst thing I've experienced even today. Thank you for your help. Can I say, um, excuse me for a moment, I just need to wash up. And I sure. go to where, in the direction of where I know the bathroom is, but I detour to where... Uh, Caspian's room was. Okay. Yeah. You go into Caspian's room and you see Caspian uh, sitting on the bed. He's, he's, he's facing away from you. Um, I think seeing him or seeing the, his form, like seeing, like, you know, his, his not his silhouette, but like the, the, his figure, the back of him is going to be a repressed memories roll. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. It's plus zero, right? Yes. That is a 11. Okay. All right, so your 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 stability doesn't decrease here. Yeah. But you get a flashback. I think the last thing we saw is Charlie taking you towards this expedition, telling you that you were going to be the first ones to go outside the mists and you get a vision now of you and Caspian as you were headed into the mists. It, it wasn't the actual expedition, but a, a, a precursor to the expedition. The night before you both had explored the uh, tunnel that they had dug and you see an image now of Caspian walking ahead of you, saying, stay here, stay behind me. As you remember, they they, tug, they dug this tunnel underneath the mists. He said, stay behind me. I want to see what's up here. You see him walk further into the pitch black tunnel now, the night before the expedition happens. And then you get an image of him running back towards you and grabbing you by the collar, Get away. Get the hell out of here. And and that's that's sort of the, the vision you remember. And you see him now sitting on the bed, 
facing away from you. Okay, I I feel like her ears are like kind of ringing at this point, and like Caspian. And his his head slightly moves like down, hearing you. Who is it? Cassie, Cassie, it's it's me. Where have you been? What? Why does your mom know that you're here? And you see as Caspian turns around on the bed, and you see as his face looks as though he has been hit by dozens of shrapnel shards. You see as these large shards of metal are lodged into every part of his face, and he's just pouring blood. And you like stumble backwards out of the room real quick and then right yourself and come back into the doorway and he is no longer there. Jesus Christ. Can I still investigate the room? Yeah. You want to roll a keep it together real quick? Yeah. I I imagine that's not pretty traumatizing. Yep. That's an eight. An eight? So, okay, choose one. You become angry, sad, scared, guilt-ridden, obsessed, distracted, or you will be haunted by this experience at a later time. I think I'm going to be haunted by this experience at a later time. Okay. Um, you're investigating around this room. Mm-hmm. What are you What are you looking for? I'm looking for any journals, any like botany sets. Yeah, he has. Can, like, uh, he has. Me. He has botany sets. You can you can take those. He has some like plants that have mostly died now. Yeah, there's nothing too crazy in here. It doesn't look as though he's returned. So, yeah, you don't find anything else, but you can take some of his things. I'll take that. All right, and the rest of you are, are talking out front with his, his mother, and Dot comes back. Sorry, sorry about that. I, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for, for your help, and I will, all right, and let you know if I run into Caspian. Oh, yeah, honey, yeah, please do. And, and, and you're always welcome here, all of you, if you need a place. Thank you. Thank you for helping me. Of course. All right. Well, we best be on our way, but you know you're always you always get free bread whenever you want from the from the bakery. So tell my parents it's on me. Will do. You all are heading back to the train. Sorry, if you- we're heading in that direction, I'll kind of say to Dot. Dot, she hasn't seen you in weeks. Don't you think your parents will be concerned? I'm sure they are, but I'd rather not. And so I think it's just better for everybody if we. Just head back to the train. How old are you, Dot? Nineteen. What? Thing. They probably are worried, but it's your decision. Tired of the tension, I think. Dot just like sets off walking towards the train station. Okay. Blake, can we see? I think you said this earlier, so I'm so sorry. Can we see the mist from here, or no? Um. On the yeah. So. Standing in this village, like, looking off under the horizon, you can see the mists. I'd probably just take a second to, like, look at them. Okay. Yeah, you take a, take a second to, to ponder that, looking at them very differently than you've seen them in the past. Yeah, and also, like, I guess I got knocked out, so I don't know precisely how much damage I did to that creature, but, like, I kind of I did okay against it. Yeah, I'm just thinking about that. Okay. And then I'll just keep walking. I think Annie avoids looking at them, especially because they're just so far off. Um, but I am going to take my little 
my little lab coat out of my bag and put it on because I'm drenched in the blood of myself and another person. Yeah. And that would look really suspicious just riding the train like that. So I'm going to try to cover it up as best I can. Yeah, I think she washed most of the like fresh blood off, but you're right. There's a lot of dried blood on all your things. You head back to the train and hop on the next uh, car to the Elysian District. And you head back into the city. You walk through the streets and down into the rat's nest. Headed back to the apartment, I'm assuming. You walk back uh, towards the apartment. And the doors open a crack. Oh, no. Ted, rifle up, swords out. Kind of like using the blade of it, kind of slowly creak the door open. And like pushing forward, kind of like blade first. You push the door open. And you see in the kitchenette as you enter a figure slumped over the sink, coughing up blood. Uh, this is Grace. She. <laughs> You see as it looks like both of her arms are broken <gasps> and she is bleeding profusely from her head. Oh shit. All right. I'm jumping into action immediately uh, uh, head first. That's more important. Trying to assess how bad it is. Yeah. You, you, you assess how bad it is. It looks as though she has been um, hit with the blunt edge uh, of a rifle, like the, the stock of a rifle to a point where like it is it is drawn blood from her head and then yeah both of her arms are broken and she was like just like beaten to a pulp basically as you you help her you like lay her on the ground and try to tend to her wounds as Atticus and I'm guessing Dot as well survey the rest of the apartment yeah uh Dot you find Strudel's been put in a box safe (gasps) okay but you hear her meowing I let her Um, out free her and then you you see the place has been completely ransacked Every single drawer has been gone through. Every book has been taken. Uh, every belonging that was in here that belonged to any one of you is gone. And Teal is not there. And you Grace. and 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 Grace gets out the words. They took Teal. They took Teal. Who did? They were. In, they were in blue. They had blue coats on. Rifles. <laughs> She's just like a glob of blood. Sits in the sink. Yeah, I'm just sitting at her side the whole time and just being like catch your breath we'll fucking figure this out later ted i think i think the the dichotomy of looking at the mists thinking maybe i have a shot at defending this Mm. and then seeing this sight here is a keep it together rule that's very fair willpower what's my willpower looking like oh okay six okay the strain is too much for your mind to handle. Do you think this is uh, cower powerless, panic with no control, or suffer, suffer emotional trauma for minus two? Damn. Minus two stability. Damn. I don't know. What do you think, Blake? I, think I guess I it says see... you choose. So. Yeah, it does say I choose. I, I, I want to do this a little like collaboratively. I think emotional trauma, I think, could work here as like a less, maybe thinking less like emotional trauma and more like a maybe I'm not in the position I thought I was. Or maybe I can't keep my loved ones safe. Or even a cower powerless I could see. Like a just let Annie help her and, and, and a a breaking point of like you've done so much today 
and maybe there's nothing else to be done, at least in this moment. Let's do, let's do the emotional trauma. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think I think you are still there, present, helping Annie, helping Grace, talking to her. But in your mind, I think this takes a toll on you. Mm-hmm. I once I get everything in somewhat of an order with Grace, can I check and see if there's like anything wrong with her torso? Any broken ribs or, or i can even just act like hey where'd they hit you <laughs> yeah i'm I, I i think she goes they 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 beat me up i don't know I, I blacked out um i know i'm suffering emotional trauma currently just is there any sign of where these people might have gone when they left like anything at all did they leave anything behind any clue i think i think that would be something where you might want to play the contacts here and and ask around the rat's nest because they, mm. they they weren't invisible right but i do think i don't know if like physically they're leaving much That's fair. uh evidence behind um as the whole point is like this place has been this place is the evidence right and they are right. taking it with them okay because yeah i do have a street contacts advantage that i have yet to use so that might yeah, be important. i think that would be perfect down here for the rat's nest okay I'll table that for now you get Grace to a workable condition. You patch up her lip, uh, her head, um, and you sit her down on the couch. Yeah, you put her arm in two slings, and yeah, you sit her down, get her a glass of water. I'm sorry, I'm just coming to. I, what happened? Where? No, I, 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 I remember it. I. The, the men in blue knocked on the door. I went to open it, and Teal shouted at me not to, and they busted it down anyway. They hit me once, knocked me to the floor. Then they went after Teal. She tried to slip away, but uh, it's all so fuzzy. I think, think they grabbed her. One of them, one of the big ones, restrained her. They took everything, all the pages the books and they took her too are those the walkers who are those does the blue coats does that ring a bell what would i know who those people um are? atticus i think you know i think here especially with that information i think you can deduct that each of the families has kind of like a little militia basically yeah. on top of the main like you know police and like the people acting for the for the city they have their own like little militias that are typically uh divided by color and why while, while you might not know the exact color breakdown i think you can safely assume this is one of them out of curiosity where do the salts uh, i think the salts are like a tan coat yeah. i think that was the walkers did they question you interrogate you they asked me they asked me what i knew who I was working for. I said I didn't know anything. Do you know why they didn't take you? I remember as I... uh, My vision faded to black. I think Teal yelled at them to to let me go. Just take her. That I didn't know anything. I'm just gonna... This might not be the time to say it, but I think I would anyway. And just turn to the rest of the homies and be like, Do you trust her now? (laughs) Trust Teal? 
Yeah. No, but it seems like a reasonable action to take in that situation. I'm glad Grace, well, she's not okay, but at least she's here. We have Teal to thank for that, at least. I'm sorry if this happened to you, Grace. It's, uh, <coughs> I got it. We're in harm's way. <laughs> These families will do anything. They're the most ruthless monsters that we'll ever fight. I mean, we have to get Teal, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she was the only person who was going to help us out with this. She said she made a few phone calls um, before they came in. She said she had had a contact that said the walkers had moved into the Elysian district, that a couple of the family members were there themselves. Damn it. I wouldn't be surprised if we're top priority right now. As far as I know, we're the only thing standing between them and their little progress day. Only thing between them and a slaughter. How do we get them to stop coming after us? Well, either we confront them directly. I'm not a fan of this idea, but could be useful to us. Or, um... We could somehow convince them that we're on their side. That this is all a misunderstanding and we're looking to help Progress Day happen. I think... I don't know if they'd buy that. I don't think so either. But as far as I see it, those are sort of our options, barring faking our own deaths. If we want to confront them, I'm sure... I mean, people must have seen them come in here. I mean, they must have walked through the main entrance. You can ask are around. These, are these the dudes that we literally saw in saw walk in? Yes. Like two seconds before we left. Oh. Yeah. That's not good. All right, then I guess I'll be like, I don't want to leave your side, but I'm gonna fucking ask where these people went, and I'll be right back. Annie, can you just fucking stay here and make sure she's okay? Yes, I won't move. I'm going to take all of my weapons and okay. fucking hit the streets. All right. Uh, Ted, you you walk out of the apartment into the rest of the rat's nest. Is anyone else coming with? Uh, I would like to go with Ted if that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So so Ted and Atticus, you are walking around the rat's nest. Where are you, where are you going first? There's a couple. Let's see. We, we established there is like a, a, a craftsman. I think there's like a some sort of doctor place under here. There's a couple. There's like a restaurant and a tavern. There is a tattoo parlor down here. A couple other businesses, and then a bunch of like residential hallways and things that lead to these apartments. Well, before I answer that, I do have an advantage called street contacts. Oh, perfect, perfect. Uh, so I have contacts among the homeless, crazies, and other societal outsiders and outcasts. <laughs> okay, <laughs> these are really reliable sources of information. Great. Whenever I need to know something and check in with my contacts, roll plus charisma. So do I know anyone around here? Yeah, go ahead and roll uh, plus charisma. Nice. Ten. Ten. Okay, this, that's, it goes from one question for a mixed success to three questions for a full success. Damn. So uh, this is, what do, you, what do you know about the, I'm guessing you're asking about the walkers. Yeah. But what do you know about the walkers? What rumors are circulating on the street? How can I get into a location? Who in this city would know more about this thing? 
Okay, so so I think the the yeah. contact you know is there is a subset of like authority figures down here who have are the only ones really with an open line of communication to the district police, mm-hmm. and they. Yeah, one of, well, you see one of them that you recognize. There's maybe like three or four uh, of these authority figures, and you see one of them sitting in the tavern uh, having a drink. Yeah, go up next to that person. Yeah. And so so you can ask three of these questions. So three of those four questions, which one makes the most sense? Okay, so, I mean, I feel like the supernatural thing is not relevant right now, so I guess I would ask the three other ones. Okay, but so I'll what s- do you know about the walkers? Yeah. What rumors are What do you know about the, yeah, yeah, sorry. And how can I get into, we'll talk about location in a second. Yeah. Um, I think he tells you, what do you know about the walkers? What do you know about the walkers? <laughs> um, he tells you that the rumor circulating on the street is that, I don't know how helpful this will be. This is maybe in, implied, but the rumors that are circulating is that they are looking for one group of people mm-hmm. and that the kind of like shared understanding is that like they've, they came in earlier today and basically told everyone, like, if you give up this group of people, we will not come at the rest of the rat's nest. Like, we're not here to target the rat's nest for illegal uh, things, but we could. And they said, where is this group of people? And the rumor on the street is it's uh, a district police officer, a doctor from the streets. I think they know it, one of those that know and, and, a, and a fourth person. Um, okay. I'm completely safe. <laughs> uh, and then someone from the rat's nest who brought them down here. That's the rumor on the street. And also rumor on the street uh, is that someone in the rat's nest sold you out, basically. And was like, for for the safety of the rat's nest, was like, they live in that apartment right there. Um, That also kind of explains why they didn't take Grace, because she was like the only one not named there. Right. What do you know about... So what do you know about the walkers? I think he tells you that... They are currently staying in the Elysian district. They have they have come into the temporary uh, circle of manners that is reserved for the families of those that know when they come into the different districts. Okay, which I think Atticus rings a bell. Like I think you've like they're they're not vacation homes, but they're basically like you know how like the UK has like secondary castles. I've ever like stayed that. in the Elysian district one. Uh, maybe when you were like a young kid. Uh, so that's where they are. How can you get into that location? I think he says they're they're not tight on security there. They have, at least they weren't through today because they have been sending out this group of people to to be on like an active hunt rather than to be on the defensive. They, you know, he's this guy's om- not omniscient. So... He, he's like, I don't know what they've done with those people. They might be waiting for you on guard, but up until this point, the manor wasn't really well defended. You could probably find a way to sneak in. It's a large, like there's a large acreage. There There is a like large hedge maze in the back that might be sort of easy to sneak into, but also um, where a lot of the people hang out. And so you might be better off just like going in through the front or something, honestly. So that's that's the information you get. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, I guess... I mean, yeah, I'd want to get back as soon as possible. So after that, unless Atticus, you have anything you want to do. 
No, I'm all right. All right, let's head back. <laughs> okay, so you, you come back and relay that information to the rest of the group? Yes, I do. Okay. I know where they are. I know how to get in. Question is, is that the plan? I mean, what would we do when we got there? I'm open to other ideas if you have it, but uh, when I asked how to get them off our back, there was a pretty noticeable silence. We take a hostage. The heirs to these families are very important. They will do anything to get them back eventually. Do I know the (laughs) oldest child of the Walker family? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you've probably... I think you guys grew up together. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is a friend of yours. Uh, do you have a name? Yeah, so you or, really know him? Yeah, I'm pulling up. This is Francis hey. Walker. Francis Walker was a friend of mine growing up. He could trust a familiar face. They don't know it's me specifically that is traveling with this group. We could lure him in, take him hostage, demand Teal as ransom. But then how do we know he won't... You know, tell them that it's us. It seems counterintuitive. I think they already know. We're on a timer right now as it is. Putting it forward a couple seconds may not be that big of a deal at the end of the day. Just a thought doesn't have to be what we do. I think it could work. We can't exactly charge headfirst into the entire Walker militia and expect to survive. Uh, how does Grace feel about this plan? Usually she's my conscience and prevents me from doing stupid shit. Yeah, I think she goes, Ted, Ted, we're not, we're not safe here, obviously. We're not going to be safe just playing on the defense. I know I told you not to get it, get yourself into harm's way, but I think we're already there. Just putting it off isn't going to protect us. I agree. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> Someone better check the clock, because I think it's go time. I honestly wasn't expecting you to agree with this plan. I I have not liked where my mind has been going lately, but... Well, we're breaking laws, which usually I'm not super for, but um, they fucked up my girl, so I don't really give a shit anymore. Um, Blake, what, what were maybe some hobbies or pastimes of... Francis that I Francis um I think maybe you all bonded over uh like fencing and and sword work he was like your training partner hmm did he ever have any vices like kind of maybe Um, I don't know I'm I'm trying to think of where we could find him in public kind of thing if at all sure 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 I I don't know about vices specifically I but I will say I think you do know I'll give you this which is kind of a vice I think he was very much like a like their little favorite child, like always around them, pet. That doesn't help. Well, it does help to know that. Doesn't make it easier to kidnap him. Well, that means he's probably there, though. I mean, that'll leave you that. I mean, you said you're friends, but if he's so close with his family, he's probably not going to be terribly willing to waltz off with us at the first opportunity, right? The idea is that he waltz off with me, and then you guys kind of just come out of the shadows and we do something. Tie him up, knock him out, whatever. He would probably know that I removed myself from the family. 
It wouldn't be too far-fetched for me to try and reconnect with an old friend, hearing that he's here in the district. It wouldn't be too far-fetched for me to be here in the first place. I don't know, do I just go up and knock on his door? Probably not. If if the other family members know about your recent uh, escapades, they might not even let you see Francis. I really don't know our next step. Well, sneaking in, this is Grace. S- sneaking in is isn't gonna let, isn't gonna make Francis trust us, right? Grace makes a good point. Maybe I should be as obvious as possible. Maybe it could help alleviate suspicions. It's definitely a risk, but if they don't know Atticus's name, then it's possible they don't know he's involved. I can do it. I can do it. I say we go. I just waltz up right to the front door. Another thing to think about, once they discover that it is me, that might get the salts back on us. As I imagine the walkers would inform them. Have a discussion. I mean, how long are we going to be able to keep your identity a secret? Like... That's a good point. It's bound to happen eventually. We're just playing a big hand here. We are. Blake's smirking about something. I don't like it. I'm not. I'm literally not. Are you you guys going? Butterflies out. Let's go. Okay. All right. You. (laughs) Butterflies out. (laughs) You head to the manor, which Atticus, you know where it is. It's at the, the... opposite edge of the district as um, the the train station and you head to this like cul-de-sac type area with this large like fountain in the middle that leads up to one manor there's a long driveway and some like very elaborate uh, gardening going on in the front yard what are you doing you knocking on the door yeah I knock on the door okay you knock on the door you hear some talking inside and you wait a moment, and the door opens, and you see a tall man there who is greeting you. And he goes, Atticus? This is Silas Salt, your father. 